welcome back to another episode of San Francisco, your favorite podcast for everything spooky, strange, mysterious, and haunted here in San Jose. My name is Manuela Balos. And my name is Carmen Sanchez. And today, what are we talking about, Carmen? We are discussing the Mount Madonna Inn. Not to be confused with the one in Slow, which is just Madonna Inn. This location is actually located near, like right next to Gilroy Gardens, uh, conveniently on Mount Madonna. So the proper address is 1285 Hecker Pass Road in Watsonville, California. Attached to the inn, uh, there's also a restaurant, and the inn was built in 1943 and spreads out over 14,000 square feet. It has been fenced off, and its doors have remained chained and locked since 2004. This one, we got another haunted place. Uh, No cult this time, sorry, Carmen. Uh, But who knows? (laughs) Wait! I have more on that later, actually. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then let's just jump into the legend. Carmen, if you remember back to episode 28, the one about haunted hiking trails, we mentioned briefly Henry Miller, a.k.a. the Cattle King. Do you remember him? (laughs) Of course I remember the Cattle King of California. Who can forget? (laughs) Well, he's back. Awesome. Oh, like as a ghost? Well, yes, but also he's back in in the podcast, and this time much more prominently. He's actually like a main character this time, as opposed to like a related fact. So Henry Miller, if you don't remember, is known as the Cattle King of California because he just owned so many cows here. Um, And he's actually considered one of the founding fathers of Gilroy, fun fact. His family bought up a ton of acres of land surrounding the Mount Madonna area, and as the story goes, this is the most popular legend associated with Mount Madonna. And also, to clarify, there's the Mount Madonna Inn, which is what we'll be talking about, but it sits on top of Mount Madonna, so just like, you know, if I say Mount Madonna, I mean like the actual mountain, not the inn. But anyway, the most prominent story of the area is definitely that of Sarah Alice Miller, who is Henry Miller's youngest daughter, uh, who was sadly trampled to death in 1875 when she was only eight years old and fell off of a horse that she was riding. That is how the legend is usually told, but I went to findagrave.com, and according to this website, she actually died on August 13th, 1879 at the age of seven, and I don't know. There's just, you know, there's some dispute there, but I don't know if that just, if, I don't don't know if that is accurate or not, but um, I thought I'd point it out. And also, legend has it, this tragedy happened right on the spot where the Mount Madonna Inn stands now, and people have claimed to see Sarah's apparition in a white dress wandering the area. Gasp. Wow, I had no idea. Like, the... Why would they build the inn on top? To me, it sounds it probably I don't know. To me, it seems like it's one of those made-up possible facts. That's like there's no evidence of that, but like it could be true. 
Um, I mean, I don't have evidence to support that theory either, but um, I, I get that vibe from it, so I don't know. Some people have actually thought that she was buried in this area, and she kind of was, but um, it, it's complicated. Her body has actually been moved several times. Um, so she was originally buried in the Laurel Hill Cemetery, which is near the family's home in San Francisco. Um, mind you, they had a separate mansion in San Francisco, but they, their main home was here on Mount, Mount Madonna. Uh, however, the family later brought her body to the family cemetery on Bloomfield Farm. The cemetery was abandoned in 1928, so Sarah and her relatives were cremated and brought to a family vault at Cypress Lawn, which is in Saint Bruno, which is in San Bruno. It is said that Sarah can still be seen to this day riding around on her horse, although there are also reports, and this is really creepy, of her hitching rides in people's cars and sometimes just straight up appearing in their backseat. I, I did a little more research on her and it turns out she was really into horse riding. And um, I mean, she was sadly still a very young child, but um, it's really cool because I, I found some, I found an article that said that she was basically like, a, like she was just a total feminist for her age. She was like, she was really interested in doing everything that like was, you know, like taboo or that her family only let her brothers do. And so she was really into just like trying to okay. do whatever, you know, quote unquote, only boys can do. So I thought that was really cool. I just find it funny that like her dad, her dad was the OG cowboy, and she's like the OG horse girl. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Nice. Some people that camp in this area, because this is a popular camping area nowadays, uh, have also woken up surrounded by horse hoof prints and small human footprints. I think that's really creepy. And some have also claimed to have seen Henry Miller, again, her dad, um, who may still be wandering the area looking for his daughter. He's mostly seen on the Sprig Trail of the um, Mount Madonna County Park or at the ruins of the old Miller home, some of which are actually still standing today and you can access via the Lower Miller Trail of Mount Madonna County Park. There's also some debate on who Sarah's ghost is, because some people claim it's not Sarah Alice Miller, but rather the ghost of Sarah Chavaria, who fits the lady in white trope, um, but it, it's also really tragic how she passed because she was only 18 and pregnant at the time, and sadly she was murdered by her boyfriend in 1969. So there's also um, people that think that it might be that Sarah, I don't see why it couldn't be both, especially since they lived in pretty different time periods. Um, but both really tragic. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that sounds yeah. upsetting. And it really doesn't get better with the history section, so buckle up. Mount Madonna and Hecker Pass, which is, again, the, the street that Mount Madonna Inn is on, have a really dark history of crime and murder. So I'm going to just run through a list of different tragic events that have happened here. Jeez, I was not ready for this. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Starting in 1928, four teenage boys were arrested for beating a 49-year-old man to death who lived near the St. Madonna School. Oh my god. In 1933, Nick Sigismondo was found on the side of Hecker Pass, face down in a pool of blood after being shot numerous times. In 1938, the body of Thomas Julian was found just near the entrance to Mount Madonna Park, and this case was ruled a suicide because, apparently, a garden hose was found connected from his tailpipe of his car, like, into the car, like, through the window. Uh, so that was really sad. Also in 1938, there were some unidentified human remains found in the woods of Mount Madonna. They seemed to be about five years old, uh, and, like, the five years after death, not, like, of a five-year-old child. Oh. Um, and the body actually still had socks and shoes on. <laughs> What's happening around Mount Madonna? I don't know, dude. And it, 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 it keeps going. In 1944... Restito Gonzalez was found shot to death on Mount Madonna. Um, I wasn't able to confirm this next one, but according to Santa Cruz Ghost Hunters website, uh, a Gilroy police officer died unexpectedly in the 1960s. I couldn't find a specific year, but some, at some point in the 1960s on the dance floor. And I don't want to make a joke for someone's death, but I mean, if there's a way to go, I think that's it. Well, that's probably the best... Or, like, maybe most peaceful, in a way, out of this I mean, whole list. It wasn't a murder, at least not that it was ruled or anything. But apparently he just died unexpectedly on the dance floor. And I was like, man, you know, that is how I would want to go. Loki. In the 60s? Is that when they were doing, like, those really cool, like, spins and flips and stuff? Or... I don't know about the history of dance. <laughs> okay. But listeners, if you do, you should hit us up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, if you've, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, you already know, but just in case you don't know at this point, email us sanhanze at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram at Podcast, tweet us at sanhansepod, visit our website sanhanze.wordpress.com, buy a sticker, etc. Now back to the show. Back to this depressing list. Sorry. In the 1970s, and again, I couldn't find a specific year, but at some point in the 70s, during the peak of Mount Madonna Inn's popularity, three teenage boys were found naked and stabbed to death around the premises of the inn. That is horrifying. And... Most recently, in 2005, a 19-year-old woman was found dead on Hecker Pass near the inn with multiple gunshot wounds, and I think she might have been in her car. So, this mountain and this inn are just riddled with tragedies. Oh my god, I had no idea. This is so scary. Like, I've never heard of this before. So many tragic murders. I know. And... That really overshadowed, like, I, I, you noticed I didn't even go into, like, when the the inn was built, like, who built it and stuff, because there was just so many other things I was like, I want to get into, um, you know, the spooky history. It just makes me think there's, like, maybe a serial killer running around in this area at that time, or maybe, like, uh, because of so many people that were shot and 
killed near this inn. Maybe there is some sort of like violent, I don't know, maybe gang violence or... I have no idea. It, it's really sad, but you know, it, that it just, it happened, but that is what I was able to find. As for the history of the inn itself, it was built in 1943. I, again, I don't even have all the details because I was just like, there's so much other history I want to look into and I kind of went down a rabbit hole, but it has an interesting history just because it's changed hands a bunch of times and um, it's gone, it, it kind of gives me Brookdale vibes because it's just like also gone through a bunch of changes in hands and then it, like it had a period of being shut down. It's still shut down to this day I, I have more details later. I, I guess we'll we'll save that for the related facts. But for now, here's Carmen with the personal accounts. Let's go ahead and start with Yelp. So, just as a disclaimer, a lot of these reviews are relatively old. Um, the Mount Madonna Inn in Gilroy has been closed for a very long time. And some people rated this location simply because, you know, they they went while the inn was still open. It's really interesting for me to read through these reviews and just kind of, like, you can definitely picture the, the inn being open and as if you're there. Um, if you go on to the, the Yelp page for the Mount Madonna Inn restaurant, because that's what it, it's posted as on Yelp. So anyway, in back in 2013, Edward I rated the Mount Madonna Inn restaurant a five out of five stars. And he writes, my cousin and I ate here once. He wasn't a big fan of the place since it was a little too expensive and it's usually a place you'd bring your date to get that nice, warm, romantic feeling. So there we were, two guys that just wanted to chow down and take off to get back to visiting the Vans outlet at Gilroy. So they weren't on a date. He just really wanted to put that across. Um, the, the view of the Santa Cruz slash Watsonville Valley was great. It's located at the top of a winding road that is heaven to drive on if you drive stick. Uh, what sucks is that it's close to the road. You might end up getting hit by passing cars. I'll visit it again before the end of the year. Um, and then this other review kind of gives a, like, a mysterious vibe to the inn. So Jessica M rated the inn a 1 out of 5 stars back in 2009 and she writes I'm not really rating this place 1 star because I've never been there but I have to select a rating in order to post. This place has appeared to be closed since we moved to Gilroy a few years ago. Again, that's before 2009. But we drove by it twice in the past week Friday evening around 8.30 p.m. and Sunday about 4 p.m. and the neon open sign was on and a few cars and people were out front. Does anyone know the scoop? What type of food are they serving? What are their hours? So that kind of creeped me out because again this place has been closed for years and they had gone <laughs> driving past it and see like look at the inn as if it's open. So either something else is happening there or it's truly haunted. 
Um, there weren't any Google reviews for the Mount Madonna Inn, but I also checked out YouTube and I found a really interesting video by Jacob Lugo, who basically just tells the tale of Henry Miller and Sarah Miller in their prime time. So he mentions how in 1879, Sarah Miller was eight riding her horse in the canyon. Apparently her horse's foot got caught causing her to be thrown off and either crushed by the horse or breaking her neck during the fall. He also goes on to say that, like, he also talks about other stories that he's heard from living around in the area. So apparently some say she's a hitchhiker, just like you were saying earlier. Another story involves campers waking up to horse tracks and child-sized footprints in the dirt around their campsite. So you, again, you had mentioned that earlier. And he also recounted a weird feeling while hiking in this area, and he said that the hike is eerily quiet. So like no birds, no trees, like waving their branches around, you know, stuff like that. So like that you would normally hear on a hike. Apparently it's just super quiet. And then also her grave was moved when the county had purchased the land. So, I mean, I feel like at any point in time, excavating a body is just not the best way to go. But that's not where it even ends, Manny. It gets creepier. So in the comments section of this video, 831Funko writes, it does have something to do with Henry Miller. I know because I walked in on seven hooded men having a ritual right on Miller's broken house in that one park. And rituals are done to keep spirits alive and to keep on summoning them. So basically it's speculated that satanic rituals are being performed at this location to keep the ghost of Sarah Miller alive. Whoa. Bum bum bum. Okay. Is this what you're talking about like cult related stuff? Yes. Hooded men, and I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time, first and only time we're gonna see this, right? Yeah, no, not the first time, and oh man. Here we go with the cults. <laughs> I love a good cult story. There's also a video by Seated Fury. Um, they posted a video of the hike. Uh, up the hike through the area so that was really cool and when they had been hiking in this area they saw the ruins of Henry Miller's summer home on Mount Madonna so I was a little confused as to if it was the summer home location or the Mount Madonna Inn so it was a little bit unclear in the description of the video of like what we were seeing in the video but either way the scenery was very nice and there was a lot of stone ruins um, so you can see archways and staircases, and they're all covered in vines. Um, but it looked like it would be a really cool hike to go on. So if anybody actually, like, this this place uh, is open, Mount Madonna, it's open for hiking. So you can go and take a hike there. Um, and I would recommend it, because like I said, it looked very scenic. Like, But I love, that's why I love love Northern California because any hike that you go on with redwood trees and stuff in the background it looks like a fairy village like <laughs> you can go have a nice time <laughs> lastly there's a video by Alex Trujillo um, 
It's kind of freaky because it was only a minute long and they had to run away because someone was looking for them with a flashlight. So I went and further investigated and there's a post on his YouTube profile from a week ago. So I know that they were okay while going ghost hunting. So there's that. That's also not the first time we have someone running from something <laughs> on camera. Seriously. Oh boy. That's funny. Please be safe. Yeah, and there were a few other videos, but they were just so long and nothing really happened in them, so... I see. On weirdcalifornia.com, I also found this article um, about Matt Madonna with the usual legend about Sarah, which we've already talked about. And on this post, there were some comments from people, and I want to highlight two. The first comes from Damien of Watsonville, who posted back in 2018. I was walking down that trail when I saw black caped men performing some type of ritual. <gasps> All I heard was creepy mumbles, and I couldn't see their faces due to the long hoods. It's weird because they were doing the ritual where the ghosts used to live instead of gathering around those fountain circle places where you can sit in a circle. There's something wrong with this place for real. So I kind of forgot that I found this comment. I don't know how I forgot about that, but that adds to what you just mentioned. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what year was this posted? 2018. Oh, you know what? And then um, the comment that I had read was from a year ago. Coincidence? I think not. Ooh, okay, so if, if you are going to scope out Mount Madonna Inn, please be careful, because you don't want to run into anything that you don't want to be sucked into. Like a cult. Oh my gosh. The second comment I wanted to highlight comes from Chris and Dominic of Modesto, who in 2016 said, My great-grandfather, John George Roos, used to own the Roos Ranch where the Mount Madonna Conference Center is now located. Henry Miller and he had come from Germany together and remained lifelong friends. John George Roos had a daughter, Clarice, or Clarice Roos, my great-aunt. Her and her older brother, Oscar Emil, never married and lived here their entire lives. Clarice Roos is rumored to have placed a curse on this piece of property that no one in the family would ever profit from this property. She was also some kind of mystic. I seem to have inherited a gift for psychome psychometry from that side of my family. My parents inherited the Roos Ranch in the early 1960s. I can remember going down there as a child. The old Redwood Retreat Road had actually been cut by my great-grandfather. I always remembered being terrified to be on that road, and if my parents pulled over and parked for even a moment, I would roll up all the car windows and lock all the doors. I definitely can say that this place has a lot of psychic activity, and there is some sort of evil presence or presences that roam the, vic the vicinity. I have heard that a lot of this activity stems from a long-forgotten Chinese cemetery that lies at the bottom of a canyon on the Mount Madonna Park side of the property. This place always and always will give me the creeps. Jesus, that's scary. So I can't confirm that there was a Chinese cemetery in this area. So I don't know if that's true or not. It's entirely possible, but I was not able to find anything on a Chinese cemetery on Mount Madonna. And lastly, um, in 2011, Santa Cruz ghost hunters were invited to investigate the Mount Madonna Inn. They checked out some, um, they captured some EVPs, and if you want to listen to them, you can actually check out their video on their YouTube channel. 
Uh, and they also told some secondhand accounts of some spooky things that happened, like the lights turning on by themselves when the inn was closed and some other stuff, but nothing really stood out to me. Um, so, I don't know, you could check out their channel if you want to see more, but uh, that was their, that was their experience, so. Well, moving on to pop culture. For pop culture this week, I didn't find anything on the Mount Madonna Inn. So, I will be listing off the pop culture from the wiki <laughs> from the wiki page for the regular Madonna Inn that's actually located in San Luis Obispo. So, we decided to do this because we would probably never cover the Madonna Inn in slow, but like I said, there's some actual interesting pop culture from there. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and do the most notable. So it was in a film called Rigoletto um, from the movie Aria in 1987, and the, the film was actually just shot around the hotel. Uh, in TV, there's a 1994 episode of The Simpsons called Grandpa vs. Sexual Inadequacy, which features a hotel based on the Madonna Inn. And apparently, um, we're, uh, Manny was doing some interesting research earlier regarding the Madonna Inn, and apparently it's very famous simply because there's some sex stuff. I don't really want to go into much more detail than that, but there there were some scandalous things happening there that I read in the book Weird California. I mean, most notably, they're known for their urinal with a camera on it. Gross. It's a weird place. Yeah. Okay, so apparently in a season 14 episode of The Bachelor, um, aired back in 2010, one of the... Or, the Bachelor takes uh, women up this road to stay overnight in the Madonna Inn. So it's featured in The Bachelor. And then when it comes to music, Weird Al Yankovic's 1978 song, Take Me Down, mentions the Madonna Inn's famous urinal, which Manny has described earlier. Grimes had a music video that uh, was filmed at the hotel um, for her 2015 song, Flesh Without Blood Slash Life in the Vivid Dream. So I haven't seen that video, but the music video for Hey Violet's song, Guys My Age, was filmed there. And then also the promotional video for Lady Antebellum's seventh album, Heartbreak, uh, back in 2017, was filmed here. And oh, so basically another notable thing about the Madonna Inn is that each of their rooms are um, are themed differently. So they were just taking videos in each of the different rooms because they have different really interesting themes. Um, if you want to look into that more, you can on your own. Just search up Madonna Inn uh, in San Luis Obispo. So that has nothing to do with the Mount Madonna Inn that's in Gilroy. And there you have it, folks. Nice. And lastly, we got some related facts. So 
So you might be wondering who currently owns the inn, and that would be Sterling Pacific Financial, which is a real estate investment company that operates throughout the state of California, but is based out of Watsonville. I don't know if they have any plans on selling it or anything, because it doesn't really seem like it, but they currently own it. Uh, Henry Miller also had a mansion in San Francisco, as I mentioned before, on the corner of Essex and Harrison Streets, but sadly it burned down in the aftermath of the 1906 earthquake. He also had a house on Mount Madonna that he built in 1901, and this one also burned down in an apparently mysterious fire sometime after his death in 1916. And I believe the ruins that you can find in the county park are the ruins of this house that burned down. Next, I wanted to point out, and this article is back in 20... I found this article back in from, from 2017, so I don't know if this is still something that this man is doing, but... There is a local man named Mike Monroe, who is a naturalist and also a docent for Santa Clara County Parks, who does, like, spooky walks with people up Mount Madonna and shares ghost stories. I thought that was kind of cool. And um, I won't give his info out here, but you can find it pretty easily if you just look up, like, Mount Madonna ghost walk or something. And you can find his info to contact him, and apparently he'll uh, take you up a walk and just share, like, spooky stories as you walk up. And apparently it's an easy walk, so it's not, like, super uphill or, or anything. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. Now, here we get back into some sad stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. As you may know, European settlers have caused irreparable damage to the natives of California. I mean, the natives of really all of the Americas, but since we're focusing on this area, um, you know, the Ohlone tribe has been almost completely wiped out as a direct result of Manifest Destiny and European colonization. And these actions nowadays would be considered a crime against humanity, but, you know, don't think the government's gonna call that one out. Anyway, to this day, the remaining Ohlone descendants gather in nearby Mount Madonna County Park every summer solstice to celebrate the memory of their Ohlone ancestors and pay homage to their spirits that once lived on these sacred lands. So I thought that was really cool. Um, that, you know, the memory lives on, the traditions are still carried on, and, um, you know, it's an important spot. Wow, that's so interesting. Like, all this... All this time, like, living in Gilroy, I haven't even heard anything about these types of things, you know? Yeah, unfortunately, the Ohlone community here is very small now, especially considered to what it once was. But, um, there, you know, I think people forget that some descendants of, you know, they're, they're still, I, I think people forget that there still are Ohlone people living here in the Santa Clara Valley, Santa Clara County, Greater Bay Area. Um, and, you know, they, they still carry on their traditions, and I think it's really cool. So, there you have it. I have three more related facts, and I promise you these are a lot more lighthearted. Well, the first one, sort of, but you'll see. So, this one I, comes from an article that I found from the Gilroy Dispatch back in 2008 that talks about how William Randolph Hearst and if you're wondering, yes, it's the same William Randolph Hearst that built Hearst Castle. Oh, cool. He donated four white fallow deer to the county park when it first opened back in 1934. The species is actually not from California, but rather it's native to parts of Asia Minor and the Mediterranean, 
and they're also not an endangered species so they look really cool if you look them up um their their appearance attracted a lot of people to the county park which in a way was good but at the same time the county actually decided to separate the sexes of the deer and let the population die out because they're not native to this area and there's um some real concerns of inbreeding amongst them and then you know like genetic um deformities and and other just diseases uh later impacting the population later on um oh my god yeah he only donated four yeah so you know as you i mean i'm surprised they didn't think of that earlier and you know i'm surprised that they haven't thought of like they haven't noticed anything by now because it's been like a while but um i mean the good thing is it's sad but the good thing is that at least the you know the species isn't endangered nor are they even from here so right oh gosh okay this next one i thought was really cool sarah alice miller who again is um you know rumored to be a ghost in mount madonna county park uh her nickname when she was alive was gussie because apparently she liked to try on different outfits and her father just would you know see how she would get all gussied up so they nicknamed her gussie and actually the town of gustine california was named after her oh that's cute yeah i had no idea i mean i also didn't know this place existed if you're wondering it's west of merced It's west of Merced and north of Los Baños, but um, I just thought that was really cool, and uh, I, I I had no idea, you know, these connections are everywhere. Lastly, if you're wondering about visiting the park, um, so normally there is a $6 entry fee to Mount Madonna County Park, but in order to encourage outdoor and socially distanced activities, the county is actually allowing free entry during the pandemic, so free hike on a haunted mountain. Count me in. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> take lots of water, take sunscreen, um, take some uh, protective equipment, maybe your EVP reader. <laughs> take but your don't San Jose sticker. Yeah, don't vandalize. And we can't say it's going to protect you from ghosts, but at least you'll look fly. That's true. Wow. And if you get inducted to a cult while you're there, at least you'll go out in style. I keep forgetting about the cult. Join the cult. Uh, No. (laughs) Um, Give that, offer them a sticker in uh, return for your safety. We can't guarantee that they'll take it as currency, but it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just give it a chance. We won't be offended. We get it. Yeah. All right, you guys. Till next week. Stay spooky, San Jose. (laughs) 